Kind of sounds like Edge, right? Everyone will be fine because he will he will get shot. Yeah, <laughs> it's the whole like story about Haven is the town is full of people with abili- uh, like special <laughs> powers, but they're all negative powers basically. Yeah, we need to get we need to get him here to Armageddon. He's got to come here. Surely. Well, Leader almost came here. Yeah. at one point, and almost, then that, and, and then that didn't happen. Evolution got in the way. Yep. Mm. Well, it was the raw after Evolution, I think, that stopped it from coming. Yeah, no, but so he's a good. Good uh, favorite wrestler. So have, that's, that's a good person to look up to as yeah, well. I can't spear anyone, but I guess no. neither could he. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have a body type as a spearing that. guy. Yeah, you're more of a foot type of guy. Yeah, big kicks. That's me. Yep. Nice. How would you describe your in-ring style? My oh, it's, it's for anyone weird, for anyone like, that doesn't know wrestling, for example, how would you describe what you do? Oh, I get beat up style. a lot. You get beat that's up a like lot. My <laughs> that's your style. <laughs> that's, my whole, that's my whole thing. You just come to the um, ring and just get an ass kick. Oh, I like. We've seen you have some good ones lately. Throw some strikes. I like some good suplexes, some suplexes when I can. Um, it's it's a bit all over the show, to be honest. I'm not a high flyer, but I'm not a big guy, but I'm not a grappler, but I'm not a striker. Yeah, kind of like take what I can from different areas and mm. mix it all together. It's also a unique style though, because usually everyone has their like defined style. But if you don't fit to a specific style, then it's like, oh, this guy's a little bit. I think different. I'm gonna start doing a few more flips. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Have you been practicing them? Uh, I got a running shooting star coming along. Oh. When am I gonna see the 720? No, not know. that far. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, uh, good. Oh. maybe. There's something to be said about being safe in the ring, right? Yeah, that's a big thing. For if me. you if you can perform every week because you're not hurt, that's a good thing. I think this is my fifth week in a row. Yeah, well, there you go, right? And this will be my. That was, I think that was my ninth match of the weekend. Oof. On and how are you feeling now? <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good to be honest. I'm a little stiff. Um, but I think it's just kind of sleeping in a shitty backpackers, oh. uh, a shitty bed. We won't, we won't shout them out then. <laughs> I mean, uh, oh, the backpackers are fine. Wild zebras were good. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Shout out to Wild Zebra. I think I stayed there. I once, think yeah. it's the reason I'm feeling okay is because I wrestled so much. Um, I found, especially last year, my first year, that I wrestled about six weeks in a row, and then I stopped wrestling for two weeks. And it was after that first week of not wrestling where I really got in pain. And then keeping your body active, keeping it moving, was really positive thing for me hmm. um, so I think tomorrow at about 2pm my body's going to be like shut down you wrestle at 11 yep. what's going on you didn't wrestle at 1 cool I can just your neck's just not going to move anymore you so that would be something you like would advise people of thinking of getting into wrestling is it's not exactly you know sugar and rainbows you are going to feel <laughs> a lot of bumps and bruises <laughs> yeah you're definitely going to feel it it's not um, one of those things where you can just hop in the ring and know what you're doing you have to not learn at all. I trained for timings. 8 months every week Yeah, twice a week I was in the gym as much as I could for eight months before I had my first shitty match. Because um, a lot of people think it's just theatrics, but behind the whole scene, there's like safety stuff that you have to learn how to take yeah. certain things to make. You got to learn how to keep yourself safe. Uh, keep yourself safe yep. first and foremost, and then you have to learn how to keep your opponent safe. Yep. And then you have to learn to keep your opponent safe when you're fucking tired. Mm. There's a reason why at a training you'll do all of your cardio as a warm up, so that when you actually go in and do some cool moves, you're just wrecked. Yeah, because if you can do it when you're wrecked, you'll be able to do it when you're when you're performing. Yeah. yeah, and some people like have those twenty minute, thirty minute matches, so they need to know, you know, you c- can go the whole distance. Like cardio can last you, mm. well, well, untrained cardio, you could probably last like two minutes or something, and then some wrestling matches go about ten minimum. Even with that, I mean, wrestling conditioning is so different to any other type of conditioning. Yeah, mm. how would I, you describe it? Oh, I explain wrestling fitness to people in the weirdest way because you have to be, you have to look aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. It's a big thing. It's, people just like looking at pretty good-looking people. Yeah. So you have to kind of be in shape. But you have to be. You have to have a good gas tank. Yep. But you also have to be explosive. 
but you also can't be too lean or too shredded. You have to have a little bit of fat to protect your body from all of those bumps. So you have to kind of be like the perfect wrestler is the perfect athlete. Yeah, they're explosive, but they can go the distance. Um, but they can keep themselves safe. They, they can, can lift another human being that's sometimes heavier than them. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's the hardest thing I've ever done physically. But like, you wouldn't I have it any other way. Wouldn't have it any other way. I put this dumb Instagram post up like that last night. <laughs> just, I couldn't imagine my life without this anymore. Because it's a big part of your life now. Like, because you work as well. We won't yeah. go into details of what you work, but on top of like your work schedule, how hard is it to get time in for training and then making all the trips? To these wrestling. I'm actually events? very lucky with my job. I work uh, eight a.m. to four p.m. Monday to Friday. Oh, okay. So you always get the weekends. I always have my weekends. And I that's always when the have usually on. Go to the gym. We'll go to trainings. Um, and because of my job, I'm actually I'm I'm, I'm gonna toot my own horn. I'm very good at my job. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. I get a lot of uh, autonomy in my role. Nice, which is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, that also means that I'm trusted to be able to say, well, you know, I can take a day off here. Like, I'm not going to work today, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm able to take the day off because I know that I can make the time up tomorrow. But because yeah, obviously you wouldn't work on a Saturday, that's right. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, like, it's like I've said, like to Paul on the stream yesterday, that how streaming and wrestling is so. They're kind of very similar in the way that people get started and how some have a connection, some don't. You need a personality to appeal to people, to want them to come back and see you or the event itself. I don't I'd know say wrestling's harder. Well, yeah, because it's the physical side. I can just to be sit, honest, man, I couldn't like, stream. Like, the thing about wrestling is really easy in that sort of sense because you can see the people you're interacting with. Yeah, yeah. Like, I went out there in front of 10 people um, about 30 minutes ago. And I had people I could interact with. I was yep. able to go, cool, you're there. Are you cheering for me? No, we are now. High five. Now you have to yeah. cheer for me. And when you try that stuff on a stream, when you've got hardly anyone in there, it, it looks desperate. Are you donating <laughs> to me? No. Donate <laughs> now. High five. you got yeah. 10 people there, and you can't see how they're reacting. You know? No, no. You I mean, can reach interested. for someone in the crowd. It, but if, if you are make, trying to make that connection, like you did with the audience in there, you can try things that do get them chatting, and then when you when they're chatting, you can get a feel for it. Yeah, and it's that's kinda, that's what we it's try. It's like karaoke we did the other night. A few people like this happens in crowds. I've noticed a few people are very timid to say anything or do anything, but as soon as they see other people getting involved, then they start going, "Yeah, oh, I want to be part of this." Yeah, exactly. I that's be part of this. I that's why be, like yeah, a good modding team. Will, yeah, yeah, well, that's why a good mod will will start talking and chat. Or a good um like some of the wrestler boys like. If they're watching a match, they'll start oh, yeah. a chant in the back or yeah, something totally. to get people going. Same thing happens in comedy clubs. So, like, um, Scott Blanks, the guy that runs the classic comedy club, if he hears a gag that he loves but that, but doesn't get much of a reaction, he'll just do the biggest laugh from the back of the audience, and it helps so it much. Throat, and then people are oh, like, yeah. oh, he must be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's way, it's, 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 oh, it's okay to laugh at that dead baby joke, you know, and then, <laughs> then everyone's off. Because like, that's me with wrestling. I like watching it, but I'm never the type that will start you know doing I won't start a chant I'll think of chants but I'll never mm. start it but if someone else starts one I'm like oh I like this chant I'll get a, I'll get yeah, him with, get it. Along with it yeah. but I'll always do the you know, standing ovations or the ovations if I see some shit that it's really impressive we, we're usually doing standing ovations for the heels but yeah. <laughs> you guys are the worst no, see, see what heels want is they want the booze because that means yeah, they're yeah. doing their job exactly. right and the faces want the cheers I always want the cheers but it's kind of hard because you're like oh I really oh, like this character but it's a bad guy <laughs> I applaud because I like the character or do I boo because that's what the character <laughs> should be getting it's tricky man like I think that's what Cody Rhodes said right yeah like we were talking about AEW he's saying we're not going to push a character down your throat like yeah. you the audience will react whoever you want. and yeah. we're going to work with you on that which I think is really cool yeah well, like, like it gets you an organic reaction and that means you have organic characters that people really care about as a wrestler that can speak on this would you prefer like say you're a fa- uh, like you're a face mm-hmm. obviously you prefer to get cheered right yeah but if you're yeah. a heel 
and you obviously want to get booed because that means your character's doing the job. Mm. But if what does the cheering feel like when you're a heel? Does that feel like, oh my god, they actually mm. like us even though we're bad guys? Or is it like, shut up your smarks? Oh, it's it's a little bit annoying sometimes. Yeah. I know there's been times where I've been a heel in a new audience. Like I wrestled in PWE last week, um, came out as a big heel. Yep. My raglan jumper because I was in Tauranga. So we're the best beach in New Zealand and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I come out and the audience doesn't know who I am. And it's tricky to get them to do their to what like you, click. Yeah. Mm. So you got to come out there and you got to work for it. Um, but I mean, when, every time I've wrestled heel, I've always loved getting those boos. Um, and cheers are just so, so I don't need you to cheer me. Yeah. You just kind of focus that's, on That's that the type of reaction person. most heels will do as well. It's like, don't cheer me. I don't need yeah. your applause. I don't need your, your sympathy. Get out of here. It's just always funny because, like, when Jake or something comes out, and I love Jake's character. It's like, oh, I want to applaud because this is like my edgy teenage years right here. With this group. <laughs> <laughs> teenage years, he means right now. Right yeah, now, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> not teenage years. We're just just uh, wearing this shirt, Will. Yeah, Ryan's really one of the older people I hang out with. To be fair, he's <laughs> <laughs> just admitting to. You guys can eat it this way. We'll just cut that out. <laughs> Oh no, he was because uh, you, you know about Crystal, right? Because Crystal's probably talked to you quite a bit, my other friend. Uh, Close personal friend. I made a joke in one of the previous ones. It's gonna like I was gonna end oh, no. Sam saying, "I wanna fuck Crystal." <laughs> like he was just gonna and cut then, words out and cut them together, but now he keeps saying yeah, it so in his own voice. So I, game, I so right? I'm just using that. Shout out yeah. to Crystal. Shout out to Crystal. I'm going to see Infinity War. Uh, in game with her in the morning and then in game with the fiance in the afternoon. She keeps asking me to hang out with her in Auckland, but my schedule just doesn't work. That's no. the same with me. Does she does she ask to hang out on a day that you've already told her that you're working? Sometimes. Yep. Or yep. like, fish. Throwback. Throwback. Fish. When we hanging. And you're like, this is my schedule, work around it, and then she'll message you on the day you're working and be like, Hey, you available? Sometimes. I'm also just a pretty busy person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. too good for us. I started seeing someone new, so that's where a lot of my time's gone. Shouts to someone new. Someone new. Shout hey. Out. Yeah. No, no, no name drops. James Shaw. How many more? Now he's got a bit of time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He can train you in other ways. So moving on. Um, <laughs> what other questions do you guys have? Um, I want to know, like, what is your end goal? Do you want to be picked up by a big company? Is that like, because obviously most people would say yes, that's my end goal, or be on a WrestleMania or something. Yeah. But obviously they're not going to set that like as a achievable goal for, like for a year. They'll like they want to build towards that and try to knock down all the goals on that way. Yeah. Would that be your end goal, like getting signed by really, WWE? I, my end goal is to, or to just make re- somewhere. But I don't really look at an end goal. Yeah. I. It's the journey. Yeah, I feel like if I make an end goal, then and that's what I'm working towards, and that's great. Yeah. But if I don't have achievable goals along the way. I feel like I'm not going anywhere. Because I remember you telling me you had like these three goals or something. It was like win a title, win a title, yeah. get your first pinfall match, and then something else. And you that was yeah, that was last year. And I think I've like, grown a lot since yeah. then. <laughs> oh, dude! But since I first saw you, you've, yes, yes, the, the, there is a difference. And I mean, oh, I've been you. going for a, what like six, seven, oh, eight months now, I guess. And um, and yeah, just the difference between then and now, I've seen growth, and I. means a lot. It, well, it's it's clear. Crowd has too. It's amazing. They're actually chanting Will Stone's yeah. theme like song now. <laughs> I think um, I think my goals last year were. Well, that was like your starting goals, odd. really, like right? Because yeah. that was like your first. Well, my year? very first goal was to have a match. Yeah. I was like, I'm coming into this. I just want a job to someone. Yeah. Thirty seconds, just have someone murder me. Just walk in, get and then I walk out and never come back. Yeah. Um, and then I realized I'm not actually awful at this. So maybe I'll, I'll make some new goals and my goal last year was 25 matches which I hit at Tauranga Armageddon yep. nice that's a while ago so I was like cool that's 25 for last year better make a new one 
And then so there was, this year uh, it was 50 matches. So considering we're in April, that was my uh, 19th match of the year. So I'm looking pretty on track for that. Nice. Um, it was wrestle for every company in New Zealand. And then it was wrestle in Australia. Yeah. So um, for me, I think the, the hardest thing about wrestling for every company in New Zealand would have been making it to SPW. Um, but I did that. You did it? I Queenstown? Did that Queenstown, which was an amazing experience. Loved that. Um, so I'm at a, I think I'm pretty close to ticking that one off. Yep. Um, Australia hopefully will be on the horizon in hey. a few months. Mm-hmm. Well, Candy and uh, a few others have been going over there to wrestle. So. Opening the door for a lot of us New Zealand talent. Yeah. So and it's not even like you have there. to do like a big match or anything. You can just appear over there, have an opening match with someone, lose. But at least your name is now out in the Australian yeah. area as well. Yeah, I think for me it's, it's less about at this point winning matches or yep. winning titles or doing anything like that because that, that doesn't really matter to me at this point it's yeah. more about if I want this scene to grow and to make money I need to be a bigger star because mm. if I that's get the my best eyes, thing you can do for it if I get myself in front of more people then more people know who I am then more people want to come see me more people are going to come see me buy tickets we're going to make more money yep. more people are going to come to the shows we're going to be able to book bigger venues bring over bigger stars and everyone's going to be happier yeah. Well, that's kind of like Marcus Cool and J.K. Moody been going over to like the MCW and then the MCW like people that would do gifting on Twitter and that now I've noticed the SPW guys so they go back and watch the SPW on Pivot Share stuff and they're like yeah. oh shit SPW there's talent the here as well out. see because that's what I like about how IPW and SPW are they're both very different with how they approach certain things but they're both getting eyes on the product in different ways yeah. and you've got people like Shazza and Gino and Robbie wrestling for IPW as well so it's not like SPW is getting all the talent no, they're no. getting like the UK names or sometimes the New Japan I think names I said this in my um, I did a Hughes Academy behind the wrestler yeah a few weeks ago. it hasn't gone up just yet um, and the thing I said at the end of that was that we always need to work together yeah you know because I remember when I started I didn't know that companies could work together all I knew was from being a fan you're thinking like WCW versus WWE yeah yeah well that, that's a really bad TNA. example really toxic example of, of how those sorts of collaborations can go <laughs> all I knew was that people in different wrestling companies should hate each other yeah and they shouldn't work together and they should say no it's us versus them and we gotta be bigger than them we gotta be bigger than them but like SPW's in a completely different market to us yeah is not going down to Invercargill and putting on shows no and, and SPW's you... not coming up to the War Memorial Hall up in, or Taranaki or, or stuff or doing like that or anything like that putting on shows or you know, Porsche or, or anything because as a scene if we can get more eyes in New Zealand like not even just in, like internationally but just around New Zealand yeah. oh yeah we need to grow our own audience I've been saying this and about streaming for a long time better. Yeah, um, and it's it's not a it, it never should be us and them. It should never be IPW versus SPW. Exactly. Which one do you like? I'm only going to go to IPW shows. It should be no. I go to IPW shows. I go to SPW shows. I wrestle on both of them. I try and grow all the audiences that I can and put on the best shows all around this damn country. Because if I do that, then everybody wins. Yep. Well, that's the thing. Like when you're trying to grow a scene, you want to work together with as many people as you can within the same scene, rather than no, nah, I want to be the best, but yeah. I'm going to use everyone else to get there and then burn all the bridges and then <laughs> cause this rough divide between the community when that's just going to hinder it in the long run. I feel like this is a very personal example. Uh, uh, hmm? I, I feel like I know a personal example at the moment, but I won't go into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I just think positivity is the biggest thing that we can do. Yeah. yeah. And with people working together is the most positive thing that you can do in this kind of situation. And I'm really enjoying that seeming like it's happening a little bit more. Just from my point of view, anyway. Uh, and last question: What 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 is your end of year goals then for this year? This year? Yeah. Uh, Australia. Australia? Yeah. So any anyone? Anywhere in Australia I can get. You hear uh, that, 
Rosie, people that are listening to us. I'd love yeah. an MCW or a PWA. I don't know if I'm quite ready for that. Yeah. Um, at this stage of my career, I'm pretty honest. Well, you're not ready to it for it till you do it, really, eh? Exactly. I won't know until I try. Do yeah. you think you'll um, fly over there and just attend a couple of shows or anything like that? I don't know. It's a bit expensive. Yeah. Uh, for a holiday. Slip a business see. card in one of the wrestlers' trunks or something. Yeah, I got an email that I sent out. So. Ah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, to whom yeah, it may Australia, concern. <laughs> Australia's the big one. Um, and if I can do Australia, then I'll be happy with how my year's gone. Yeah. And also, as long as I don't get injured. Cool. And lastly, uh, where can people find you on social media? Oh, I just changed all of these. <laughs> um, i got to bring up my phone, sorry. No, oh, it's fine. It's uh, fine. I believe on my Instagram and my Twitter. Did you change them to be different or to be the same? Uh, all exactly the same. Oh, it's uh, Will underscore Stone PW. Cool. What's the PW password? stand for? Professional wrestler. Oh, damn. Password, password, password. Poo Wrangler. Uh, I'll go professional wrestler. Peach. Yeah, I'd go professional. Peach <laughs> waster. Uh, Will underscore Penis wax. PW. Um, if you're wanting to book me for anything, I can. I mean, I'm sure I can do birthdays if you really want. Oh my god, that'd be an amazing birthdays, birthday party for a kid, wouldn't um, it? Heaps of things. You can Will book just me comes in and wrestles. Will stone PW at gmail.com. Cool. And is Mate. there anything you want to say to your fans out there? Besides buy your merch. Yeah, buy my merch. Hi, mum. Uh, I got a new shirt coming in May. That's yep. pretty exciting. It's a sick shirt. My really Michael Bravado. Uh, Travado, I think. Travado, Travado. Travado. Do you have any merch here today? I do. I want to come look. I have only smalls, though. Oh. Well, you're fine. Okay. That's a gym shirt for you. But no, oh, it's not even. I can squeeze it to the small. Yeah, I'm a little bit. A little bit rounder. I would say rounder, but bulkier. Sam's yeah. basically saying he's fat. He's, he's yeah. not fat. He's big boned. I've seen yeah. fat. You're yeah. not fat. No, I'm not fat. No. Who would you say is fat? <laughs> no, it's been great having you, Will. And when's the IPW eliminated? That's your next yep. big uh, that's IPW. Something. <laughs> gets that, gets the get phone, again. phone out again. Well, this guy wrestles for this company. What the fuck? Oh, it's 26th? I think. Yeah, I think. Or 18? No, I, I remember 20 something. Let me bring up my calendar. I believe it's 26. So wrestle. Got a nice little stars and moons on the. No, we're looking broadcast. at May twenty. Ah, oh, sorry, April twenty seventh. April twenty seventh. The Eliminator IPW is a Mount Eden War Memorial like what, usual. Stone will be in action. Oh, there you go. Spoilers. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and it's at Mount Eden War Memorial like Mount usual. Mount Eden War Memorial. There you yeah, go. We event, will most Kenny likely be there. Versus, we will. Uh, well, main event will be the Eliminator. Um, yeah. But the which the is basically match. a Royal Rumble for anyone listening. Basically a Royal Rumble. Yeah. There's twenty entrants. Um, coming one after another but the final two entrants it turns into a one-on-one singles match and the winner gets a contract that they can use at any time cash any time for the oh and, and how how like it did that last year was painting injury yep. amazing yeah it was awesome. beautiful i'm <laughs> 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 really right. happy you lost it straight away oh yeah. there we go <laughs> true south end now i'm glad we cut this off already yeah thank you will cheers will a little bit chilly, a little bit chilly. Yeah, a little bit cold. A little, a little bit, bit cold. cold. Yeah. Get a bit nipply. Mm. Oh, it's a little bit cold, mate. It's actually not that bad. It's not that bad, it's just the wind, it's mate. It's just the wind. All right, are we... Are we are recording. Hey. Welcome back to the Hayside Podcast. I'm getting special for Wally Geddon today. We have been joined by many people, but no people, no people, no one as good as the man we've got right now, because he's got a beard just like us. <laughs> <laughs> it is Synthicon 9. <laughs> he fits in around here. What's up? What's How are you up? finding Welligan this weekend? Uh, this weekend, um, uh, the company's been fantastic. Oh, you're welcome. Hang- hanging out with all the streamers yep. and all the awesome cosplayers, but... The stalls suck. <laughs> uh, you know, it's the people that make this thing good. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, there's a very weird 
vibe going on this over the stores compared to normal. But part of it is the quietness because there is less people here than usual. Yeah, I mean, um, usually it would be Easter weekend. Yeah, because um, when I saw it was over the school holidays, and I was like, that is a gamble and a half. Real gamble. And it didn't Wait, pay off as That time. makes me wonder why there isn't more people here. Because if it's school holidays, wouldn't the parents think to Yeah, take but the kids a lot here? of parents go away. Oh. They take their kids away for the weekend. Well, so well it's not that interesting. Well, that well no, it's main centres. People go out of them to camping grounds and oh, to, you okay. know, that sort of thing. See, Auckland, it's different. Like, if there's an event going on, usually on a school holiday, people will flock. Yeah, yeah, but there's more yeah. people. There's a lot That's more people in Auckland point. here. And yeah. over Easter weekend, then parents wouldn't have to take leave as uh, well. Yeah. yeah. And, and But I mean, like, the artists, you know. Yeah, going going out there and getting amongst it, you can still have a lot of fun here. Yeah, of of course. It's just kind of like, obviously, you've got the art. That's awesome. All the cool cosplayers, um, you know, and then the streaming side of it and getting to, you know, meet people I normally wouldn't meet. It's been pretty damn awesome. What would your highlight of the weekend be so far besides hanging out with people? Was a specific time hanging out with people or specific uh, the event? meetup the meetup for sure meetup? yeah is that with the karaoke or yeah, just the meetup part uh, the meetup part was fun uh, the karaoke done part that it's still Saturday Ryan well no it's not <laughs> it's actually Monday oh wait it is Monday shit that doesn't work as a joke if it is actually Monday it's actually Friday. <laughs> what are you on about? We're, we're we should have, we should have done interviews earlier than, than now, basically. Yeah. We're just uh, hassling we're, ourselves. We're trying to make it look like we've been doing interviews the whole weekend. <laughs> well, for the record, uh, it is Monday <laughs> and I am tired. And clearly you've left, you've interviewed all these other people on the Saturday, the Sunday, and you've left me in the last yeah. minute. We leave the best to last. Yeah. Or no, you're, of, you're sick of me from the car no, ride. None well, of, no, none so of the other, none did of the other guests would sing Chasey Lane with us. Yeah, that was fucking... Oh, how, how good was it? At a karaoke <laughs> when everyone's like, what is this song? What and is this song? The Why are you guys... glares we got. Oh, man. It was I, I didn't care because I just I changed the lyrics from Chasey Lane to Holitude. Yeah. And we were just pointing at each other while singing. Yeah. Wayne and Welly. <laughs> yeah, I don't love you. Have you managed? Have you bought anything while being down here besides food? Uh, food and drink. Yeah, I see besides food. And no. drink. Yeah, so that's it. No, no. My no my books, main no mission. No DVDs, no figurines, no vinyls. Nah, nah, screw that. Yeah, not nah. vinyl pops. I mean literal vinyls. All right, oh. since a muso guy. Oh, see, I would like if I had more time. I'll like go try find some of the record stores and go oh, through. Dude, there. I was gonna go up to the tip shop today, which has has they have everything. Before we bounce tomorrow. What time are we leaving? Oh, it really depends, eh? So, for those of you who don't know, we're in Wellington, and it take, took us about 10 hours to drive here. We don't have a deadline to get back to Auckland, so we can be a lot later, but I do think we need to leave by, like, 8 or 9 tomorrow morning. Yeah. Because we're going to stop at Cheshire Little's place. We're going to grab some coffee there. Um, I mean, that's where I've been staying get, as get, well. Get fucked by a dog. And well, I didn't do that, oh, thankfully. <laughs> George has been the one distracting it, probably. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I got I had cuddles from Remus this morning. Aww. I like got out of bed. Everyone's getting ready. And I was like, I'm gonna be on the couch underneath, uh, underneath a blanket. And Remus was like, oh, Hello, and then like came and cuddled with me. It was great. Aww. Good guy, Remus. Yeah, but you can find Remus on Instagram. Remus to the rescue. Yep. Right. Yeah, someone uh, just <laughs> took a photo of us. Uh, I hope he, if he's gonna publish that, he has to uh, contact my managers. And pay a licensing fee. Cool cool. Cafe, uh, Jazz, and who's and the other one? INZ Height. Yeah, my go. mods. What they're also my, 
Yeah, they're all my. <laughs> what would height do? Yeah, <laughs> eat some ass. Eat some ass. <laughs> I still really want. You know those. I what would Jesus do? Eat some ass across West Stadium. Going, yeah, good one. Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, we're out in like the Clayton, <laughs> and at the same time, there's the interview with the celebrities going on, just kind of behind us. You might be able to hear in the background noise. I don't know. It'll Probably come not. through on the recording. Maybe. But yeah, Sam kind of just yelled, "Eat my ass!" Really loudly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you could avoid doing that, because we'll probably get kicked out for that more than we would anything else. That we <laughs> well, just before, um, no, just before you, you guys, uh, well, sorry, while you guys were setting up, and one of the security guards, as I was gonna go find a drink, was like, "What are you guys doing?" I was like. Uh, oh, to you about us yeah and I was like oh yeah, setting up for a podcast and he was like what video and I'm like no 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 just audio just audio and he was like oh, okay cool 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 and I was like yeah because they're not oh, okay. you're not allowed to record well, actually, you're allowed to record stuff up there but not if you've got a media pass yeah um, and you have to stay seated to take <laughs> any photos yeah. Yeah. Um, so are you going to be doing the Tauranga or the Christchurch um, yeah I'll, I'll be oh. I'll <laughs> ripped out a good fart. I heard <laughs> that. <laughs> I felt my seat vibrate because I'm on the same aisle as you. Try and get rid of all the big farts before the road trip. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Mister. <laughs> slowly leaking them out mid road trip. <laughs> I, I couldn't smell sl- them. I wasn't slowly leaking them out. I was forcing them out. Oh, okay. And yeah. no one smelled them. Yeah. So I, I couldn't smell yeah. anything. Oh, I got to sit with Tink in the back. No, I shook a front front seat. You had it on the way down. I got it on the way up. I've got my restricted license. What's that got to do with anything? What does I, Tink have? Higher license. Oh, I think Tank has a fall. Full. So oh, Tank has the front. Tank has higher climb to the yeah. front. Yeah. Oh, and I'm at the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah, get your license. Just a well. <laughs> hey, you're at the end of the man train. Wait. Hull confirmed for bottom. Yep. <laughs> Hashtag Hull for bottom. We already knew that. I'll take, <laughs> I'll take whatever position I can get. Ah, <laughs> uh, so have you managed to get any apart from the? Obviously, we did a bit of uh, IRL streaming on the way down here. Yeah. Has, has anyone managed to do any other form of streaming? No. So actually, after the first day of spamming uh, Instagram, spamming Discord, spamming um, the other one, Twitter, yeah. um, I ran out of data. Oh, guts. Because um, <laughs> I recently reformatted my phone just uh, before the trip because yeah. it was I was playing up. It was oh, being yeah, yeah, awful. Um, but what I didn't realize, and I tried uh, to get my phone not to do it, was that when it reformatted, it re-downloaded the latest software. Oh, all six hundred megs of data it. Data suck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I've only got four gigs. Well, I've only got forty-five left. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, I'm currently on the free Wi-Fi here, which I only found out about now. Yeah, I told someone there wasn't free Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi here, and now I feel really bad. Yeah, if it wasn't me, so it wasn't you though. So yeah, no. it's all good. Why not? Nah, but I mean, like this week, like this weekend trip has been really nice. It's real, been real good to get out of Auckland. Although I am. Missing my cat a little. Yeah, you must be. Good old yeah. Alonzo. Shout out to Alonzo. Yeah, shout out to Alonzo. Shout out to Percy, Odie, Cass <laughs> and Charlie. Sam, do you have any pets you want to give a shout out to? I have no pussy at home. Oh, <laughs> man. You really can't get pussy in any form. <laughs> oh, but if we are saying shout outs, shout out to Chesh. Being oh, MVP. Yeah, been hosting you and driving you in. Yeah, massive MVP. Um, So I'll be, I've been staying with her all weekend. An amazing, amazing person. Yep. Um, which we actually found out that we used to run in the same friend circles 10 years ago. Um, Such a small a, world when that stuff happens. Yeah, a lot of like old school mutual friends. So now we're, um, we're friends of over 10 years. It's like um, one of my mates who was friends with another mate. Who, when they were dating, I got introduced to the guy. Turns out that guy had been, went to the same high school as my current fiance. So yeah. I was like, oh, we all know each other somehow. Like, well, how does this work? It's so crazy, man. Bloody small world. 
I mean, I guess that's why the Two Degrees Mobile Company, because of the old saying, yeah, Two Degrees of Separation it. in New Zealand. Yeah. That's, clever. That's literally it. Yeah, yeah. super clever. So do you have any um, <laughs> any targets or goals that you want to do before the end of today? Did you... I'm... Even though I've, like... You're just taking it easy. Yeah, taking it easy. Even though I've done nothing, like, super physical and strenuous. Like, after Orchid, when you're just walking around constantly, yep. um, and you're super tired... I'm more tired than I am from all kidding. I am as well, and I I think it's because of getting up so early though. But for I'm some really reason, not. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the time I do like two laps around the cake tin, it's just like okay, I'm kind of done. I kind of just want to sit down and relax now. Yeah. And it's not not a not a reflection on like any of the talented artists and artists alley or anything like that. It's just like okay, well I've basically seen everything I need to see. Now I'm kind of sick of walking around in a circle over and over. I just yep. want to sit down and watch something. So that's yeah. why we usually go back to the omen stage and just sit on the beanbags. Oh my god, those beanbags yesterday. <laughs> so when the sun was coming through the window, um, oh, I think it was while you guys, just before you guys came on. It would have been because the sun started when yeah. we got on. Yeah, I almost fell asleep in those beanbags because it was so warm. I was so comfy and I was just sitting there being like, no, no. And I had to get up, go to the cold, have a little bit of Nico nicotine. Do you want to do you want to tell the audience what you saw yesterday when oh, we were on the stage? Yeah, so <laughs> probably by the time this comes out, I because you've already posted the clips. So. I'll, post a, I'll post the clips and I will um will be releasing about the that. He's talking pocket waffles. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you could you couldn't call it a pocket waffle. It was <laughs> <laughs> pocket pretzel. <laughs> Oh, not even a pocket pretzel, man. It was oh, a yeah, you got, you got uh, pocket uh, cocktail sausage, mate. Yeah, so as, as old Victory was uh, taking <laughs> off his taking off his pants and sits down, and because he's not accustomed to wearing a dress, despite me constantly saying "cross your legs" when you sit back down, all I could see was just straight up your skirt, mate. <laughs> Wait, did he not have underwear on underneath? Oh, there was underwear, but underwear. yeah, it was I'm not underwear. impressed. <laughs> He thought because he's so little, he'd have nothing to worry about by wearing the baggy underwear. Yeah, because like a, you know, a big guy, you would expect big things. <laughs> no. no, it's it's average. It's just that's his motto, really. It, it's you're, average, but because you're so big, it, it looks, looks small. small. It looks small. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is my. I reckon when they make pornography, right? It's it's mostly just really small chicks, so the dicks look bigger. <laughs> like tiny yeah, hands. Probably. Tiny hands. Tiny, yeah, tiny hands. I've got big hands as well, which makes my makes me look even smaller. Just disappears in your grip. Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, I've go. got. Have I even got it right now? I've got tiny hands, but also tiny junks. So, because <laughs> unlike everyone else, I'm, I'm in proportion. I'm just known as a tripod, so that's why, <laughs> that's why I didn't bring a dress. Because if I brought that out, they'd be oh, like, "Oh, dude, we've had a lot of requests for getting you a dress as well." I I will Absolutely make it happen. Not. Let's make it. We'll we'll Absolutely crowdfund not. it. Absolutely Actually, we're, we're calling for it now. Um, fans of 50, Pacer, fifty subs, and I'll do it. <laughs> to me, to me, not no. to the other people. <laughs> 50 subsistent city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, yeah. already there. It's happening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 50 subsistent part-time streamer one day a month. <laughs> <laughs> Always sub on that one day. You're getting content. I will dance for five hours yeah. just for 50 subs. Because yeah, yeah, we can we can get Ryan his own his own one with his name on the back, and yeah. then we can both wear them. Yeah, you can both wear them to events. Start a netball team. That's <laughs> <laughs> happening. You've, you've got no say in this. Okay, fine. Well, Prawn's going to do my makeup, he said. Yeah. We're definitely yeah. going to make that a thing. Yeah. yeah it's a question of whether we do it at Tauranga or Auckland. Depends which one Prawn goes to. He'll probably not go to Tauranga, but yeah. he'll go to Christchurch. Yeah. So I'm thinking Tauranga will be Ali and probably Sav. 
because they're closer to Tower yeah. than anyone else, or they could get Liv and Tanifar as well. Yeah, well, they got them last time, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. So we're just talking about Omen hosts right now. <laughs> who we stage if we yeah. get, if we ever get called back after yesterday, <laughs> I bet we do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah probably. <laughs> that was content, bro. Plus I'm actually kind of proud of that. Plus, you'll get to see the evolution of our appearances. It'll be yeah, like, yeah. oh, they started off so innocent. Well, I. I I was worried that I wouldn't have anything to one up what we did yesterday, and I was. But then there's always a way to. There's one up, always so. a way to one up, and I've already found it. It doesn't so have to involve good. nudity, yeah. but no. there's always like new stuff you can do that people don't expect. Yeah, yeah like exactly. We threw, we threw like three random things at Prawl in, in three different. Ro- he was yeah. like happy, shocked, and frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> Two cheap cars, and you do, never do, know do, 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 which do. host we're gonna get. So we've already done one with Blaine. We've done one with Prawl, we can do the exact same stuff, but use. Yeah. The same type of tools, but use it that applies to the host that we've got. Yeah. So if it's Ellie, we could start randomly dancing. It's, it's, it's a good example of, you know, every opportunity you get given to try and... Well, like, one of the know, things yeah. I've thought was cool is if we ever get Ellie on there, we have to have a drawing competition. And oh, all, she's And the crowd yeah. will say to draw something because she's an actual visual artist. Yeah. So then we'll all have to try to draw whatever the crowd's done and then at the end see that. Yeah. So while we're doing the interview, we can also do a little bit of drawing yeah. while we do other skits. And then See, we compare them. But I mean, like, by you guys doing that, it is highlighting 100% what our job is to do yep. as content creators. It's create content. I think also <laughs> to create content. I think that's also why I'm so proud of yesterday, is not only was the show about us, it also showed what we've been doing, which... And I don't know many people that have actually interviewed Prolin since Partnership. Like yeah, yeah. He, yeah. I think I know he, anyone. He gave us some really good info. So all the stuff he was saying could actually you know it, it was le- you're watching legit stuff the crowd, there would have been stuff you would have been like oh cool i've wanted to know this for a while yeah yeah it was actually le- really le- good that's legit why info. i want to ask about the safety net about being a partner like mm. well, now that you've got it is it easier or harder yeah like what advice would a partner do you don't get many chances to answer a partner person mm. like when laurie's up there they don't usually ask stuff about being partner and well they don't they think about it because they're all thinking in different it. terms yeah yeah and, and like as you guys you know that's part of your part of your job, job. part yeah. of the mission yeah. of this podcast totally. but is I to th- get all those bits of information from so many different streamers yeah and that's why I was so proud because it's like it was a Heisei episode and an Omen stage mm. you know spectacular at the same time it was like two things that worked really well mm. yeah so I'm hoping we do get more chances because the amount of potential we have to embarrass ourselves and do we're like the jackasses of Omen basically <laughs> Paulin's like the Johnny Knoxville but we're like Bam and Ryan <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace Ryan Dunn <laughs> rest in peace Ryan oh, Dunn oh shit I should have called myself <laughs> I'll be Ryan Dunn or, <laughs> be, no, no, no. please not you're Steve, driving us Steve-o on Steve-o and Chris <laughs> 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 could also be Steve-o and Chris Pontius you know Wild uh, Boy and Steve-o I'm I'm Shotgun Steve-O. I'm pre-reformed Steve-O. You're like Aaron McGee. You're like the guy that's just there. Oh. If anything. You're wee man. Oi. Oi. Preston Lacey. If anything, I'd be Brendan DiCamillo. Yeah, I'd be fine with it. Master Rake Yawn. No, that's Rake right there. That's Rake. Yeah, Rake Yawn. I'd be Chris Rabb. Brandon. There we go. Everyone's like, "What are they talking about?" What are they? Most of our audience. Yeah, most of our audience hasn't. Oh man, wasn't born. I I miss the days of CKY. I I miss the days of Nark Hill. Yep. Uh, Viva La Bam. uh, What is it? Bam's Unholy Union. Jackass. See, after like Viva La Bam and Bam's Unholy Union is where it started to lose me because that's where it was. It became more reality TV then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. R&B tickets. But Viva La Bam still had the good balance. Yeah. But then Unholy Union was all about bam, bam, bam. And I think, like, 
that's yeah it was too much reality tv but i mean like i'm fine with that but it was it was like i'm gonna use the uh guitar hero franchise as an example of where it's a good thing and then you've just done too much of it yep and like jackass was you know that was brilliant and then it was on top of the cky films and it, it wasn't oversaturated yeah and then like by the time of like unholy union that kind of stuff that's when you started seeing Wild Boys. You also started seeing, uh, was it the Dudesons? Yeah. The the Swedish, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, Even by yeah. like the time Jackass Three came out, the movie just felt it didn't have the same magic the previous two did. And it's like you've seen this all before. Yeah. And, and the other forced. problem is all of those other shows like Jackass and Viva La Bam and stuff like when all, all the later later stuff came out was all in syndication basically. So yeah. it was all yeah. on repeat on MTV. It was basically, oh, this shit is popular. Let's try and make as much of it yeah. as we can. What was it? The UK one? Oh, see, I was just trying to think of that. And that one was and there brutal. there was, like, the noodle paintball, and the guys, like, they got almost, like, shot off and everything. Ooh. Oh, Dirty Sanchez? Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, I like that the, one. Yeah. <laughs> Dirty Sanchez was great, though. Because, I mean, there was another example. And, like, you know, for the content, to put the spin on it, uh, for the content creators out there, that's a perfect example of getting an idea and putting your own spin on it yep. where it's not ripping it off. It's almost a homage. But you're putting your own spin on it and making it you. Because yep. that, like, exactly. watching Dirty Sanchez, that was so British. And it was just the British take on Jackass. Yep. But it was British humor. It was an American humor. And it was just putting a firework up your pee hole. One of my other um, <laughs> favorite shows from that era, which not many people know about, is Home Wrecker with Ryan Dunn. And he'd, like, go into a house... And someone would get him to go into their mate's house and completely fuck up the room in a way that would annoy the shit out of them. Like, one of them hated, um, I think it was, like, soft toys or something. Like, they despise soft toys being anywhere because the girlfriend would just always leave it over. So he literally, like, hammered, like, all these soft toys into the wall, had, like, this cargo net of toys, and so every time the door would open... You know what? We should be doing shit like this. Yeah. Well, I mean, in a way, that <laughs> Lola would kill me if I, like, destroyed the house. Like, <laughs> oh, it won't be you destroying the house. It'll be me. What do you What do you hate, Lola? Spiders. All right, let's just have no, some no, spiders. I'll, I'll do it to annoy you, so which even, will in turn annoy her. Oh, okay. <laughs> see, even the crowd agreed with that yeah, point. Yeah, see? That's now the Star Wars fan, fanfare is playing. Yep. Which, good luck. I'm just going to keep talking so that you don't have to hmm? edit it. Star Wars? No one. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, nice, uh, thank you. Uh, look, I know I'm awesome. Yep, I'm fantastic. Your big mistake, come again, was not having me on that stage. Yeah, with the yeah. three people that would come. Yeah, <laughs> two of which are sitting right people, next to me. There's a fair amount of people at the at the panel right now, considering I, that's as many, if not more, people than that were out there yesterday. Oh, no, it was to Finn. He's like, oh, there's only been about four or five people today. I was like, oh, so you're the usual crowd then. Oh, <laughs> out. Ryan is the biggest wrestling fan there is. Yeah. And he is, well, he's ripping them to shreds. It's because I love them so much. <laughs> <laughs> they probably don't feel the same way. But yeah, they probably hate you. They're like, oh, that Ryan guy. Uh, Goddamn hull. Uh, oh, right. we, we have to be we... nice to him for our free dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Before we, before we wind this up, is there anything you want to say about those thinking of coming to Well again in the future? Um, I'd definitely be down here again. Yeah. Um, but not like Auckland where like you save a bit of money. But yeah, you know, I mean, obviously I'll save money for food. Um, but 
Yeah, no, definitely down here again. The vibe down here is awesome. Yeah. I love Wellington as oh, a city. I love Wellington it city, yeah. It's a beautiful as city. Or as yeah. as Auckland. Like you don't feel like you need to move at a certain pace to get to places. Yeah, you kind of get moved by the mob of people when yeah. you when you're Auckland, Yeah, and you don't. Like I mean, can it not be in the Caketon though? Because <laughs> Wellington is cold enough as it is. Yeah. But then walking around where it's all just concrete floor. Yeah. Dude, try working here. I have. Oh, you have. Yeah, yeah, you and have. It oh, and, it, and, it, and it's been colder than this year. Yeah. Before as well. When we, yeah, my yeah. first year here. Oh my goodness, it was freezing. It was a couple of years back, and then, you know when you got to be in early to yeah. set up, and you're it's in like before anyone else. You've you've you're doing an extra day essentially because you have to pack in the day before. Yeah. And then and then the pack out where they're like, cool, show closes at four. You got to be out by six. And you're like, oh, well, okay, two hours. Yeah, you're driving and your car around in the cake tin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and like, with Pe- oh, when I was working for Peaches and Cream, because yeah. um, that's where I still work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it was like, our booth was huge. And like, a lot pack- of shit to put away. Yeah. And it was like, Stop farting. Just our maxi. Need better prices so people buy all the shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, our maxi, which had all our stuff in it, which is basically. Uh, two pallets yeah like so if you don't know what a maxi is it's like this big um not shipping container but courier companies use it like the sides follow up and it's like basically this massive bin and it's what we put all our stuff in um the armageddon guys were like yeah we'll take that away for you but then the people who are taken away weren't here so half an hour of our time was running around trying to find our pallet jack and where our maxi was (laughs) yeah we were like one of the last people out here and then we had to fly out early in the morning. Mm. It was awful. I always drive. I always drive. I like the road trip of going across the country. Yeah, road tripping with you guys yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah. A I'm lot really, of banter. I'm, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. Yeah. 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 We'll do another stream at some point during, yep. the, during the drive. With Tinky Boo. Yeah. Yeah, Tinky Boo. Uh, and yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time. Yeah, it's <laughs> a ple- pleasure as always, guys. Cheers. Hi, guys. <laughs> We're at Wellington. I was going to say Wellie getting at Auckland for a second then because yes. it's been a long weekend and there's been a lot of meetups <laughs> and I can't remember where I am half the time. I'll say it's my old age. Uh, yeah, so welcome. Why would I say welcome? It's a podcast. It's not like I'm opening a door to something. Anyway, <laughs> hi, hi guys. <laughs> hey, hey kia ora, folks. We are here with the Haysa podcast. <laughs> oh, my name go. is No Hands NZ. Humphrey <laughs> yes. also. Apparently, I'm here with Thank Victory you and Hollitude. <laughs> Thank you for saving us. <laughs> See, that's a that's that's someone that could replace me quite easily. I'd, yeah. I'd, be, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Tim, Tim, no, no hands. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Dude, so, no worries. Thanks uh, for having me. No hands is a is a fellow Kiwi streamer um, who has no hands. And what I'm waving them, you just can't tell. You just can't tell. But what? Because he clapped. Obviously, (laughs) obviously, um, a lot of the interviews you do are about coping with your disability, working with your disability, that sort of thing. I want to focus more on the fact that you were just working all the time. Like (laughs) seriously, I every time I see you, you're working, and and everything I know about you you're always working you're doing your, your photography you're doing your exhibitions yep. for your photography you're doing your streaming you're doing yep. your interviews yep. uh, all of this stuff it's enough work Film, for someone with videography photography yes. you name it so yeah. where do you get your work ethic from? I used to work in a corporate office for a very long time yeah. doing average <laughs> 
Sorry, I just take my sunglasses off. Now he's not on camera. Oh. He's trying to worry about how he looks. No, yeah. no, no. It's my eyes are dying. So, I, yeah, I worked for about seven years in a corporate environment, and I was doing some really interesting stuff in corporate communications and marketing and all that kind of stuff, but then I got made redundant, and suddenly I realized I had this awesome opportunity to do what I enjoy, which is making content. Mm. The thing about making content, A, it doesn't pay very well, no. as, as we all know, but also B, you've just got to get out there and do as many things as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So as soon as I started using a camera, I was like, okay, I can be a photographer, I could be a videographer, I'm a licensed drone pilot, so I can go and fly drones for real estate agents awesome. or whatever and try and make a couple of dollars that way, or streaming. And, you know, I stumbled into streaming coming up on, God, it'll be 18 months pretty soon. I've been a streamer and I've been partnered on Twitch for almost six months. Nice. Uh, and so, you know, it all just adds up to a few dollars here and there, and that's how I make a living, basically. So you just got to be busy all the time. Yeah. And, I mean, you've come across my content a lot, so you know that my theme is do one thing in every day that makes it worth being awake. Totally. Yep. So, you know, you've got to be busy or you've mm. got to be doing something to make that happen. Yeah, I find that whenever, and we were talking about just this just before, but with, with my mental health, if I don't do something that's worthwhile, that's when I start going down the dark path and yeah. start start getting depressed and that sort of thing. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, an, an active mind is a is a happy mind. Yeah. But man, like, do you ever do deal, deal with burnout? Um, I I make sure I also have that. Uh, I try and make sure I have that one day a week where I just do nothing, mm. you know, and just chill out, and that's what makes that day worth being awake for, is because yeah. it was my chill out so recharge day. Yeah, yeah. I've got that day where well, I do I'm absolutely. That's to hear that you have that day. Yeah, no, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty good about making sure I, I schedule that in. Yeah. Uh, every so often, something like Armageddon comes up, and that's kind of this week that's run over the top of that day, but that's all right. I'll make uh, it up yeah. some other day. Yeah. Um, and it's also, yeah, timekeeping. Timekeeping is really important. So I keep my streams very scheduled. Uh, I go usually about mm, 1 o'clock. It's 1, 1 p.m. till about 5 p.m. New Zealand time. Yeah. And that's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then an afternoon on a Saturday if I've got time. Mm. And then Sunday is my lazy day. And then Monday is my wife's day off, so that day is just whatever she wants to do. That's what we do on Mondays. Yeah. And then Tuesday is my office work day or my other mm. stuff day yeah. for you know, getting the bills paid, doing the emails back to whoever's been emailing and yeah. doing all that kind of stuff, scheduling meetings, all that kind of well, thing. Because that stuff takes time. Yeah. People reckon that we just, you know, oh, the podcast didn't take that much, that much time to make. It only goes for an hour and a half, yeah, and that's, so that must be all it takes. It's like, Ridiculous, no. yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. It's, everything takes time when you're making content. Mm. And I also find that I've just got to accept that there is some content I can't do yeah. all the time. You know, I... I've realized I have a talent for kind of managing two social networks at a time. So if I'm doing a lot of photography, then I'll push my Instagram a lot more and do a whole lot with that. If I'm doing uh, a lot of Twitch stuff, then obviously that's getting pushed yeah. and my Twitter is kind of backs everything up in a yeah. lot of ways. And so that also means that I started out this whole no hands, no excuses journey on YouTube, mm. but I actually haven't made a video in eight months now, oh. <laughs> you know, and yep. that's just because there's not enough time to make all the content. I have yeah. all these backlog of things sitting there to someday maybe edit into something. Yeah. I'm the same with YouTube. Like I started 
there as well and mm. it's just it is more time consuming to make the content for that yeah like a stream you as soon as you're doing it it's on there yeah audio there's a just lot that audio. goes on behind the scenes yeah. often yeah. to make sure the stream's got good content oh or, totally you know even that you've got something ridiculous that often ends up wrecking a stream can be not having updated yeah the, the drivers <laughs> yeah and suddenly you're stuck in like you're an hour delayed because your computer is shitting itself with new drivers yeah yeah wait we can swear on this one right? oh totally oh, yeah. <laughs> demonetized <laughs> so you're saying you're, you do a bit of photography did you have a photographer you looked up to before you started getting into it or was it something that you always loved doing for some i doubted the whole youtube thing using my phone and a gopro yeah um and I actually, after that, I reached out. Um, I don't know if you guys know the YouTuber Peter McKinnon. He's, I think I do. He's a photography and videography YouTuber, and he does a whole lot of cool tutorials and awesome content around tips and tricks for just making better content online and with mm. video and photo. And one of his videos, he talked about the fact that you just, you know, don't look at a big brand like Canon and think they'll never talk to me, reach out and see if they will. And I thought, fuck it, I'm going to try this. So I reached out to Canon New Zealand and said, look, I'm, this is who I am. I'm starting this no hands, no excuses thing. I want to get out there and talk about living life with a disability. Yeah. Can you help me make better content? And they hooked me up with a camera. Oh, oh mate. Awesome. So shout, out, shout out to Kodak and Z. <laughs> Canon. 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 Oh, <laughs> he does this every time. <laughs> the worst of product placements. That's probably why we have this. This is why they're not sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I'm wearing the Omen headset and he's not. <laughs> well, maybe it's intentional so that you say the other brand. Louder the yeah, brand maybe. <laughs> but just little things like that have made it possible to, to get out there and try this journey. Yeah. And that's kind of why I'm not distracted at all by the people walking past. <laughs> <laughs> We're sitting in a, a room right next to the room where all the famous people are hanging out. So every so often they walk by. Yeah, yeah. So we're in one of the Westpac Stadium box, uh, corporate box rooms. Yeah, we can pretend we're commentating a rugby game well. or something, yeah. right? There's sports ball happens out yeah, there yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, you just, in terms of that, like, you just... You have to give it a go. Yeah. You know, if you don't ask, you don't know. And if you ask and they say no, you're no worse off than you were before, basically. So what advice would you give to people that are wanting to get into photography? Because I know quite a few people like to do it as a, you know, they think, you know, this will look good as a photo. But if people want to, like, pursue doing it, like, on a regular basis, would you encourage it or would you give them... I would tips? absolutely encourage it. Get out there and it's... It's a bit of an old trope on social media, but get out there and take content with whatever you've got. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, literally, I started with my phone, which back then was an S5 or an S7 from Samsung, mm. and a GoPro. And yeah. if I hadn't got out there and started making content, I'd have had nothing to show to the people that I then wanted to help yeah. support me to do that. So if all you've got is your phone, go take pictures with that. Yeah. Mm. Maybe do what you can to help give it a boost. Like if you've got uh, something like the Lightroom mobile app, that can really help edit your photos yep. on the camera without having to have the whole Adobe suite at home on a computer. Mm -hmm. But also at the same time, as soon as you can, I do recommend even entry-level DSLR camera will give your content a huge boost. Mm. Yeah, I've talked to someone this weekend who was currently using an 80D and mm. a year ago they were using a 
1,000, you know, 1,200 deep. Mm. And in the course of that year, they've had three different cameras in between that. Yeah. They've just upgraded every chance they could, sell their old camera, yeah. buy a new one, totally. sell their old camera, buy a new one, and, and work your way up. Because those cameras do grow with your ability as well. Absolutely. And, you know, even as a photographer, like the camera I'm using that Canon gave me is a 200D or an SL2 if you're in North America, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Something weird like that. But um, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of the entry level when you're going for video and photo. Yeah. It does, it's an amazing vlogging camera uh, and it's a pretty good picture camera. But it's good enough that I mm, probably, I can safely say, 90% of the photos in my exhibition were from that camera. Oh, wow. And they printed out like A1 big on a wall, looked amazing. Yeah, you know? and it's just about how you make the most of the content. Sorry, how you make the most of the equipment you've got to produce the content that you want to put out there. So very similar to streaming in a way. Yeah, because you can have an amazing stream with very little equipment, but yeah. if you want to get further along or you know stand out a bit. And then you're going to have to put the effort in with some, like, maybe some screens or yeah. maybe a little bit of sound effects. Find that thing that can help you. And so for me, when I was doing photography, it was very quickly, it became about my, yeah, no, Nicholas Holtz just walking by, having a good time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, it very quick, I very, so my thing with my camera is it's not necessarily amazing equipment, mm. but it's about learning what takes an interesting photo. And for me... What takes an interesting photo is often the fact I'm getting around in my wheelchair, so I've got a completely different perspective on the world yep. than most people yeah. that are photographers. You know, so I don't always have to look where I'm going, so I'm looking up, I'm taking pictures of rafters or whatever, and that's what can make the content interesting. Mm. Yeah, Find your unique angle as well, I think, is really important. And taking from the advice of that, what advice would you give to streamers, like either new or old? Streaming is... A really tough one mm. and I've had a few conversations about this with some of your guests you know Prawlin and Blame the Robot yeah. and those guys and I think one of the the difficult thing about streaming is where do I start do I need good equipment do mm. I you know should I start with a web camera should I start without a web camera and just play some games and have some fun and it really depends, you know. Are you a really good gamer? Mm. You know, if you are a yeah. really good gamer, there is your niche. You know, you're going to get viewers because you're clicking heads and you're having a, you know, fantastic mm. time because you're winning. Yeah. Yeah. But are you in it because you want to motivate people like myself or are you in it because you've got something unique, you know? Mm. Are you there because you want to stream and talk about mental health or mm. are you there because you want to just stream for the sake of you know making money playing video games mm. now i think inherently that's where a lot of people go wrong off the bat they think hey i can just start streaming and i'm gonna make big money yeah it doesn't happen like that no. as we all know but making money by doing what we do should definitely be a thing yeah. you know i think there isn't necessarily an issue with people wanting to make money streaming no. it's just it's kind of tough to expect that that's what you can do straight yeah. off the bat i mean hayden prawn is one of new zealand's top streamers and he's still got to have a day job right yeah like, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, he, he said that yesterday like absolutely no one should ever quit their full-time job as soon as they get like affiliate or partner you need to build yeah it up and you never know when your viewership could drop and then mm. you've got nothing to fall back on you're yeah. pretty much screwed 
I mean, if you can get some sponsorships and things like that because you've started putting content out there that people like, then that's going to be fantastic. But it's not ne- we're good, we're good, we're good. it's not so necessarily going to happen. Yeah. So you need a backup plan. You need enough money that you're not going to not be able to pay the mortgage just because yeah. you have a bad month. And so for me, that's where being a content creator on all sorts of platforms really comes in because, yeah. you know, I'm... Sometimes I'm making a couple of hundred bucks taking pictures or I'm making a little bit of money doing a drone flyover of a house for sale or I'm shooting video at something like this and, you know, people see our content, like our content and want to get us to do some other content for them. Yeah. It's just, you know, many, many, many fingers in the pie, so to speak. (laughs) So that would be like what you'd say to grow your channel or your uh, portfolio would be to take as many opportunities as you can and yeah. talk to as many people and just Definitely. take tips or see what they do and then share your work with them. Unless you've got an amazing niche, as I said, like if you are an amazing gamer and you can make bank from that, fucking do it. Go mm-hmm. hard. Do that. But if you're out there just trying to be a variety streamer or be an entertaining streamer, yeah. you need to diversify, mm-hmm. I think, as much as possible because... Any opportunity might be the one that really catapults you. Yeah, some people don't realize what they're good at. Yeah, absolutely. They don't know it until they accidentally do it. So and pretty in much. Twitch world these days, like a few years ago, it was wasn't as you know cutthroat. Like there was still like cutthroat parts and people mm. trying to be the best. But now there's so many streamers getting involved that you have to stand out. It's super accessible. Yeah. yeah. Any games console has an app on it that you just click go go live and you're live and you're yeah. doing it and that's one thing I've always got to point out Some I had a friend that asked me on Twitter the other day like I can't figure out why I can't grow my audience I was like okay first of all what are you playing what are you trying to do with your stream and she's like she said I'm a WoW streamer I was like well first of all you have to realise there's over probably 10,000 WoW streams what makes your stream something that's different that you people want to come and look at yours mm. over everything else and I was like never take it as a reflection of yourself just realise mm. you're competing with 10 Five millions of people on this platform that Absolutely. it's not going to happen overnight it's not going to happen in a couple of weeks or months you have to stay at it so people slowly realise you know you're consistent and mm-hmm. you're doing something that they can see there that they can't see on other channels yep just gotta we just gotta we uh, can a five up. minute wrap up so. <laughs> <laughs> that's all good but no I totally agree with you and I mean the only other piece of advice I would give is to be a good person. Oh, yeah. Because the world of this, despite the thousands of people out there doing it, is tiny. And all it takes is one bad day, one wrong tweet, and your career is toast. Yep. So be an awesome person and keep an eye out for whatever opportunities you can, basically. That's awesome advice. That's a great, great note to end on. Yeah. So where can people uh, find you on all your socials? All of my socials. Uh, I am pretty much no hands, no excuses on everything except Twitter. They wouldn't let me have that last S on the end, so it's no hands, no excuse. Uh, And on Twitch, it is no hands NZ. Sweet. Fantastic. Anything you want to say to your fans out there? Uh, Thank you is all I can say, really. Thank you for making this life possible, for making my dreams come true of being able to be a content creator basically 
it's it's really cool and thank you guys for the opportunity to come and talk to some more people and thank you for creating your cool content and being on the show no worries dude have a good one cheers guys thank you